0: You are listening to the AOTA podcast. Here is your host, Matt Brandenburg. Okay, today we are joined by AOTA's Executive Director, Sherry Karamides and Amy Lamb. Amy is a past president of AOTA, a clinician, academician, and more recently, a career and professional coach who led the design and content development for Lead360 and will be our guide for much of the program today. Thank you both so much for being on the show. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you, Matt.
0: Absolutely. Um, Amy, could you get us started and introduce AOTA's new Lead360 program?
2: Absolutely. So we're really excited about uh, LEAD 360 and the opportunities that it's going to bring to uh, the occupational therapy profession. Um, we really wanted to uh, create a dynamic, accessible leadership development program for all um, occupational therapy professionals so that they could have access to these um different skills and um, be able to grow as a leader when they decide it's the right time for them and to be able to do that from wherever it works best for them. So we're very excited about the opportunities that this provides to be able to connect with members and non-members and be able to help them to be able to create the professional roles that they want to have.
0: I love that. I had the chance to briefly look over um, the Lead360 page on AOTA.org and was intrigued. Um, I had a follow-up question for you, though. Why would you say leadership is so important for occupational therapy professionals?
2: You know, it's a great question. I think that oftentimes, uh, you know, when we are working in different settings and, and occupational therapy is a wonderful profession because of our breadth and scope of what we are equipped to be able to do. We also have this ability to be able to very quickly look at an environment, look at how people are accessing it, be able to determine needs and identify different ways of being able to meet those needs more effectively. And that's where the leadership comes in, is being able to help professionals have the skill set to not only be able to see different directions that their organization can go to be able to achieve the goals that they have before them. But also to be able to have occupational therapy professionals be able to step into leadership roles to be able to take the organization there and to help them see different paths forward. So it's really a a great opportunity for people in a variety of different settings who might be seeing things and saying, why are we doing it this way? There's better ways that we could do it and thinking about how they can facilitate that within their organization.
0: I love that example. And it sounds like leadership can be so valuable in increasing the scope of one's practice if if someone is, is looking to do that. But Sherry, can you talk to us a little bit about what leadership is today and, and how it has been evolving?
1: Matt, thank you for that question. It's a really important question. And in addition to my role in in serving uh, the occupational therapy profession and our members, I'm a student of, of leadership and the changing nature of leadership. So this is a very important area for me. In the past, we looked as, as leaders as the top, just telling us what to do, shaping our directions. It's more of a top-down approach to leadership and in some sense, a command and control. And we had lots of examples of this in the past. But that's not what's needed today, and it's certainly not what's needed needed tomorrow. Uh, The concept of leadership is leading at every level, whether you're a new professional, you're mid-career, you're seasoned um, and very senior in your roles. It's about leading in your profession, your work setting, your community, even leading among your family and friends as well. And it's the idea of constantly looking at how we can do things better ourselves, but more importantly, how we bring out the best in others, how we help them manage to survive the the rapid amount of change and sometimes chaos that we experience today, and making sure that when we work with groups of individuals, we leverage their strengths, come up with something that's even better than what we expected. So leadership is a continual evolution and learning journey. It is a constant tweaking of our abilities to lead. It's a constant awareness of our environment. And we see that as as something that's going to probably continue into the future.
0: Thank you so much. Um, You know, we're only five minutes into this interview and it's already sounding like a leadership masterclass. I cannot wait to see what the Lead360 program looks like. Um Amy could uh you share with us a little bit more how you were able to incorporate your perspectives and experiences with leadership um in employment and community settings into lead 360
2: Absolutely and I I think it's a a great question and I've I've had the opportunity to be a leader within the profession and and I think something that's important to recognize is I've also, you know, in my experience serving in leadership roles in other organizations, one of the things that has really jumped out is this need to think about the people who are within your organization. And um I I worked for an organization one time where their mission was to take care of people and the money would follow. And I thought it was such a wonderful mission and I really wanted to get behind that. But as many of uh, us have experienced, you get into an organization and you're like, I'm not seeing that and I'm not feeling that. Uh it didn't it felt more like the money was was dictating where we needed to go. And I think that the really wonderful opportunity that is happening right now is that we're seeing a shift and people in the workforce are saying we want something better from our life. We don't want to work 60 hours a week. We want to have more quality. We want better personal and professional life satisfaction. How do we get that? And organizations are having to really rethink how they operate and what they do. And that's where I think some of these new ideas can come forward. And so one of the things that um, the LEAD 360 program is built upon is it's built upon a human-centered leadership approach. It's putting people at the center and saying, if we take care of our people, that they will then be able to do the work of their organizations. And... So it's really working to um, help people develop those skills and bring out those human-centered leadership skills so that they can have work environments that provide opportunities for people to learn, grow, um, take strategic risks, fail along the way, not be criticized for failures, but actually celebrated for them because we can learn from those. And how do we move that forward? And I think that those are some really key things that are important to us as we think about how do we continue to move forward and why is this important right now? Many, if we look at the ways that healthcare and education, the two largest places where you will find um, occupational therapy professionals, both systems are broken in many different ways and ready for new ways of doing and being. And uh, I believe that occupational therapy professionals have a role in helping to reshape the futures of, of those systems.
0: Thank you so much, Amy. Um, I, I love that principle of uh, human-centered leadership. It sounds so similar to, to client-centered practice within occupational therapy and um, our OT practitioners um, and, and professionals should feel um, empowered and, and poised really to, to begin to apply uh, principles of, of that type of leadership. Um, so that's very encouraging. Um, I wanted to ask uh, more about this program. Um, AOTA's Lead360 is designed around some interesting approaches. Um, could you talk about these approaches and uh, give us some more information on that?
2: Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll get started. And Sherry, you can chime in as as you like. Uh, One of the things that we really wanted to do with Lead360 was to create a platform that provided the opportunity for people to be able to learn when it worked for them and also be able to create different ways for them to be able to engage. So uh, there are some the, the different modules consist of different ways of learning. There will be short video clips, readings, opportunities for reflection, uh, opportunities to share with your peers. There's leadership labs if you want to connect with people in real time that you can plug into and come and just have a conversation about some of the topics that we're exploring in that module or different sorts of things along that way. Uh, There's an optional add-on package for a professional coach if people want to have some professional coaching to go alongside of this as they're working to grow their leadership skills. And so we really wanted to create different types of ways for people to be able to experience and grow as leaders and um, also to make sure that they had the support along the way so that if they experienced obstacles or challenges that they knew that they had a community that they could lean on and to be able to come back to and and talk, talk with about things. And uh, there's, there's a richness that happens when we have people that we can go to and, and dialogue about different experiences that we're having, that we're having. And so uh, we're excited that the platform is able to offer people so many different opportunities and ways to be able to not only engage, but also learn.
1: And I would add to to Amy's uh, comments, the other thing that um, we built into the program was the ability to gain insights into leadership from those outside the profession. Because very often the kind of leadership that um, occupational therapy professionals will engage in will require them, to be successful, to engage with people out of the healthcare system, Uh, technology people, marketing people, communication people, people in the business world, uh, community planners, engineers, whoever they may be. So there's elements of exposure to understanding concepts and working with uh, very diverse individuals from different backgrounds as part of your leadership journey. And we will continue to provide opportunities um, for the participants in this program to learn from others so that they gain those skill sets and they see the kinds of leadership challenges and opportunities that are coming from all different sectors.
0: Those all sound like wonderful aspects of of this program. And I love the emphasis on on building a community. Um, I think meaningful and lasting change really takes a team and, and it takes a community. So I love that that's built into this program. Um, I know there are a lot of leadership development programs that already exist, um, and you've already touched on on so much that is great about it, uh, LEAD 360. What else would you say really makes LEAD 360 unique?
2: You know, I do think that one of the things that really helps LEAD 360 stand out for the occupational therapy professional is the community that it does uh, anchor our members and non-members too. So uh, leadership programs, there are many different kinds. You can find them in different venues and and all over. Um, But this particular program has brought together uh, experts and concepts and ideas from many different sources, brought them together, made them applicable in a way that occupational therapy professionals will be able to engage with quickly, and also have that community of internal support to be able to say, these are the things I'm experiencing within my organization. This is where I'd like to go. What are some different strategies people have used to get there and uh, be able to take the information and anchor it to a familiar place with familiar people and to be able to have a uh, really good dialogue about how that can help them move forward in their various organizations. And so I do believe that that is something that sets this apart, is, is the community that it creates for people to come together and talk about some of the uh, different challenges or opportunities that we might experience in our various settings. And also um, as be, being OT professionals working to drive change and be able to improve uh, the systems that we work within so that the people who are accessing them have the highest quality of services possible.
1: And I would add to um, Amy's comments a couple of practical um, aspects as well. Um, one, as Amy said earlier, this program is designed to work around the schedules of busy occupational therapists and occupational therapy assistants. We know that you may not be able to take time off to go to a a week-long leadership development program. This is broken into modules that can be taken at your convenience, but still connect you to a community. It's designed around modules so that these modules will build over time. And we see this as a living program. It's not a one and done. We will continue to add resources and information so that we develop very, very competent, able occupational therapy professional leaders as well. And I will also point out, having been involved with um, leadership development programs at several other organizations and uh, academic business schools in particular, we're trying to make this accessible from the price point as, as well. And that's really important. We want leaders at every level to participate in this program.
0: I love that. And you mentioned that it's it's module-based. Um, what else can you tell us about how the program is is organized or how the progression of, of these modules and resources um, works?
2: So the modules are organized uh, very, so they have a mix of opportunities for people to learn. Uh, people will have opportunities to learn with reading and short videos that they can watch. They will have the opportunity to do certain things, such as various assessments, which will give them data about uh, strengths that they might have. Or they'll be able to work through different opportunities and assessments uh, to point out different leadership behaviors and skills that they uh, may be demonstrating right now. Then they'll have the opportunity to do some reflection with some of those, and that reflection will happen internally. But also, they'll have the opportunity to share that with their peers who are taking, uh, who are enrolled at the same time, as well as being able to uh, plug into some live, uh, live class or leadership lab sessions that we have where they can come and they can say, this is a concept that I'm really struggling with, or this is something that really excites me. How do I move this forward? And so they can still get some live support in those as well. Um, the the um, mapping the journey is going to be facilitated. So there's there are facilitators who will be guiding the process for the participants. And uh, one of the things that I'm really excited about is um, having a design Thinking background, I used a design thinking process as um, coming, bringing this program to life, and so that means that we're going to put it out there, and it's going to, as Sherry said, continue to live and breathe and evolve as time goes on. So we will see changes and additions and modifications and and things to the program, which I think is going to be. Um, exciting to do, and also I think it's what's going to keep this relevant for people uh, now, and a year from now, and three years from now. Uh, being able to really continue to connect with people around how leadership is going to continue to evolve as we move forward. Um, but that's a little bit about how mapping the journey is is organized and what people can expect if they uh, decide to come join us.
0: I love that. And I love that emphasis on um, it not being a a one and done, Um, just like leadership isn't, uh, you know, a one time thing. I love how this program can be something that um, people continue to use. Um, And you you mentioned that first module, Mapping Your Journey, uh, which will be available in just a few weeks now. Um, Is there anything else that uh, an, an OT professional should expect once they register for that module?
2: One of the other things that is built into um, it, that is built into mapping the journey is there's additional learning opportunities if people want to plug into they certainly can. So, for example, there will be a um, we'll have a special masterclass on uh, imposter syndrome and some different topics where they can explore a little bit more in depth. There's also going to be additional resources for some of the Areas that we explore. So, if they want to go further in depth into some of these areas, they'll have resources ready at their fingertips to be able to access right there within the platform and allow them to be able to do that. So, it's really wanting to put knowledge and ideas and skills into the hands of practitioners and make it easily accessible to them in a way that they can just take it and be able to move it forward and um, also get some support along the way, whether it's from the facilitators or perhaps some of the coaches that they might decide to work with um, if they decide to
0: take that option as well. I love that. Thank you so much. How would you two recommend someone using the program approach using the online resources to maximize their learning and their gaining of um, this skill set?
2: I think in terms of Maximize, Mapping the Journey is uh, divided into four modules, and uh, to maximize your use of it, I would encourage people to try and do one module a week, and also to be able to explore some of the extra resources that go along with that module, I also think it's important for people to understand that we know that sometimes life happens and uh, something goes on with your family or you have things going on at your kid's school or work takes on a life of its own. And maybe there's a week where you don't get to a module. We want people to know that that's okay. Those modules are going to be open for them for that entire month. And that means that if they need to do two modules in a week, that's okay. But I think in terms of like trying to really maximize the resources to the best, um, trying to space it out and give them some time for reflection and being able to do some thoughtful sharing with their with their peers during the process, I would I would recommend people take a module a week to really be able to dive in and really reflect on some of the content.
1: And I I think um, Amy makes really important points about taking time to reflect. Uh, Leadership is, is not a theoretical area. It's a very applied area. So taking what you're learning in mapping your journey and then in the subsequent modules, looking at how it applies to what you're doing now, watch how you're applying it. And returning to those areas later on, Because I think as one grows in their leadership, as they grow in their role in their employment setting, you'll see that you need to make those refinements in your leadership approaches. So the materials that we're offering through this program, the resources, the experience that you will um, uh, go through in this this program, you'll be able to return to and make those refinements and adjustments um, as you continue along your your career path and leadership journey.
0: I love that. Those are excellent recommendations. Um, and I want to ask you for uh, more recommendations right now. Could you give some recommendations to our listeners to help them begin to apply principles of leadership into their daily practice?
2: I think one of the best places to start is really just doing some like observation. Where do you see when you look at your organization? What are some of the pain points of the people around you that you see? And how could you see it also being different? And what might occupational therapy uh, be able to do to make some of those pain points a little less painful for the organization or for people within it? And and the reason why I think that that's such an important place to start is that that's oftentimes where people are most amenable to change. And so as we think about trying to maybe uh, explore new ways of doing things or new ways of being, looking for some of those opportunities within your organization. Maybe there's a teacher that you're working with who uh, would really benefit from some executive functioning uh, with classes for their kids in their classroom. And it's not just kids who are on caseload, but it's, it's all the kids in the class. What might that look like? How could you Offer some sort of a executive functioning boot camp; those sorts of things, right? Thinking outside of the box, and so I would encourage people to really just put on their their observation lens and don't judge the ideas and say, "Wow, that could never happen." Rather, say that's something that I want to think about and come back to, and then plug into Lead three hundred and sixty and look for where there's opportunities to take some of the principles of leadership that were learning about there to be able to help be able to make your organization be able to navigate the world a little differently.
1: And I think Amy makes such an important point about using your observational skills, those skills that that are so well developed in occupational therapy practitioners. Um, But I I love, Amy, that that you're also talking about kind of flipping the situation and rather than coming up with the solution, giving the room to really listen and understand what others are experiencing. And that's such an important uh, aspect of, of leadership, the the real listening, watching and observing and not jumping to conclusions with an immediate solution. And that's something that I hope all of our participants will take from these programs programs and can apply to their occupational therapy practice.
0: And those are wonderful recommendations. Um, thank you for highlighting those principles of this program. Uh, where can our listeners find more information related to LEAD 360 and how can they register for the program?
1: Um, the information about this program is available on the AOTA website um, and it can be located at www.aota forward slash leaders. It contains a description of the program and all the information about registering for Mapping the Journey.
0: Do you need to be an AOTA member to register?
1: No, you don't need to be an AOTA uh, member to register, but there is um, uh, favorable pricing for our AOTA members.
0: I just have one more question now. This is the Golden Nugget segment. Uh, I'd like to end every show with this question: If you could give one piece of advice to OT professionals, what would you say?
2: Wow, that's such a good question. Normally, I would be more prepared for it. I apologize, Matt. You know what I think I would say um, to people right now is: Don't let fear stop you. All too often, I think we we bear this pressure upon ourselves where um, we think that we have to have all the answers. It's going to have to go perfect. I know that this is going to work. And, you know, there's very few situations where that's probably (laughs) going to happen. And so I think really just telling people, you know, just because you can't predict the outcome doesn't mean it's not worth the attempt. And leaning into that fear and not letting it stop you just because you don't know how to do something, just because it sounds big and scary. It doesn't mean that you're not meant to be there in that place at that time. So I would just tell people don't let the fear stop you and um, be willing to come learn new things and I imagine that most people would reflect back on that a year later if they decide to to lean into the fear a little bit and say, wow, I never really dreamt I could do that, but look at where I am today. And so uh, I think not letting fear stop you.
1: And the only thing that I would add to that is leadership is a journey. Um, it, it's quite appropriate that our first mo- module is called Mapping the Journey because we begin in a leadership, along a leadership pathway. Our pathway is going to change over time. There will be new opportunities to explore and our whole approach to leadership, the skills we bring forward are going to change. So don't expect that as you begin your leadership journey that you are uh, this premier leader that is going to lead massive organizations. That comes over time. And those skills you will develop over time and with good guidance.
0: Those are powerful messages uh, to end this interview on. Um, thank you both so much for your time for developing a really powerful opportunity um, built for ot professionals for our listeners, if you want to learn more about the program and register for mapping the journey, uh, please visit the link that Sherry mentioned earlier.
2: Thank you, Matt, for taking the time to you know chat with us today and to um share the message about the new leadership development program that AOTA is offering. And um I think it's exciting and I think the timing is right and we're we're very much looking forward to being able to roll this out.
1: And I would add we are so excited about launching this program. Uh, we see so much benefit for the occupational therapy professional community and we really look forward to involving our occupational therapy practitioners and giving you a path to move forward and for you to help us to continue to grow and refine this program. So thank you, Matt, for hosting us today.
0: It was my pleasure. And I myself am very excited to register for this program as well um, and can't wait to see where it goes. Uh, Thank you again so much for your time. And it's been wonderful. Thanks for listening to the AOTA podcast. Tune in again next time.